Welcome to the Inner Fight Endurance Podcast, episode number 176. Tom is sitting next to me, but he doesn't want to do the intro for this show, so I'll do it on my own. He actually just said, I don't know what happens next week, so do, do it on your own. He's, he's typing up show notes. Head to the show notes for any and all information about our partners, Hoka and Precision Hydration. We do have a discount code for Precision Hydration and Fuel. We're not telling it to you. You have to go to the show notes and click on the link to avail of that fantastic discount. They will take care of all of your precision and hydration. Precision? No, they won't. They'll take care of all of your hydration and fueling needs for those long runs. Now it's getting hotter. I like the 1500 tabs. They keep me topped up with electrolytes. We're also to bro- I can't even speak. We're also brought to you by Hoka. We all run in Hoka and we are seeing more and more of our endurance athletes running in Hoka. The best thing to do, somebody asked me today, what shoes should I run in? Head over to the Hoka website. Their website, it, it's fantastic. Scroll through, all the shoes have detail on what type of runner they're for, um, how they're balanced, what they're suitable for. Colorways are fantastic. That's my advice. Go and check out the website. All the information is there. We also actually recorded a show on Hoka shoes a few weeks ago. Number 171, your guide to running in Hoka. Go and check out that show. Today, we have our running endurance coach from Ireland on to talk about community. The power of community. What he has done over there is nothing short of phenomenal. He is taking new runners, experienced runners, runners of all ages and abilities, putting them into a community and holding community sessions, much like what we do over here, but they all run together at multiple touch points during the week. We talk about the benefits and perhaps some of the challenges that come with running as part of a community. That's it. Intro done. Let's get into the show with Simon from Interfight Endurance Ireland. Simon, welcome back. Off the crack, Rob. Ah, it feels like ages since we've had you on, but it's good to see you. Uh, yeah, it does feel well in time. It does, but the last few months have absolutely flown by. <laughs> you actually look like you've got a bit of a tan as well now. <laughs> I know the the sun has actually finally come out in Ireland, so it's good. Oh, good. So the reason we've got you on for this this coach's snippet, if you like, is to talk about the power of running and a community. And we thought, who better than someone who's recently set up a running community for new runners, well, not just new runners, but for all runners. So your insights, I think, would be a great contribution to this show. So first of all, the question I want to kick off with is, how do you define a running community? And why do you think it's important for new runners to jump into a community? That's a good question to start with. Um, the definition of a run community for me would be a place where people feel open, uh, people feel that they can be vulnerable, people feel that um, they all have the one kind of item that is bringing us all together and I think what we've seen here in Ireland through running uh, we don't just have this community of runners we have this community that are now this really close knit of friends and um, they've all become friends through inner flight a lot of them didn't know each other outside of it 
and now they're <clears throat> they would meet for coffee uh, on the weekends or they'd go for a run together they'd train together and for me that kind of symbolizes the fact that we've we've brought this group of people and we can now call that a community amazing um in terms of like uh bringing new people into the community i think a community gives runners accountability uh it gives them a place to yeah, like running can be a lonely sport some people like to train on their own but then there's other people who probably don't and probably struggle with sticking to running uh, and we feel that inner fight in ireland really brings that and we've we've actually had people talk to us about that in terms of people who would struggle to reach out to be with a community first of all and then haven't really done an awful lot of running and they've grown massively in both their social aspect and their running in just a matter of weeks and months by coming and joining with us. Would you say all of those guys, are, are they, would they be, if you like, experienced runners or would they be new to running? Because I guess, you know, the fear of reaching out usually is because you, if you like, you're scared that you're going to be the worst person there. So I tend to find that people that reach out and don't want to come to a group session or a community session, it's because they're you're almost fearful that there won't be good enough. And that's usually far from the case. Yeah, I mean, we I've seen that from both aspects. We see it a lot uh, in terms of like small town talk or that kind of thing, or uh, people thinking that we're this elitist group. Uh, but then when you actually get people from the other side coming in, I mean, we've had people who uh, could barely run 3K. And uh, as of last week, that same person I'm speaking about ran 31K and they're training for the Belfast Marathon in two weeks. Um, they also ran a half marathon competitively in their block of training coming up to the marathon. And I'm only talking uh, four months yeah. in the difference between their, their joining to two weeks away from their very first marathon. So yeah. no, I, I think that the concept of us being this elite group is, I think in, in, in running, not just us as a group, is something that's really misconstrued. But like to find a community that's in your local town. Uh, if if it's something that you've always wanted to do, you should definitely reach out. It's something that we could definitely help with. And uh, uh, I'd say 60% of our members are probably uh, new or only like your, your kind of Sunday runner or twice a week runner. Social run, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fun, yeah. Fun yeah. Um, go back yeah. to that, that person that started off not being able to run 3K and now he's just run a 31. How do you think that being part of a, a community or do you think that being part of the community has supported that goal and how has the community helped that person reach that goal? Yeah, for sure. Like, and I, I bring it back to kind of that element of um, running on your own or running with a group. And I, I, I it is accountability, but also that kind of uh, camaraderie that, um, that we bring. I mean, it's, it's like go, get a tempo run, on a on a schedule and you're sitting at home and you go ah oh, like i could go do this or i could not go do this but the other element to it is it's they want to come down to be with the group it's not just the running now it's like it's that camaraderie it's like let's go down and have a chat we have the five minute chat before and then after the run we always sit around and it's that it's that absolute community side of the running aspect that i feel actually makes a massive change in people's progress in running yeah. It's almost like you, you've committed to come to a session and you don't want to let people down because they're expecting you to be there. They feed off your energy as much as you feed off their energy. And it's like a big bubble of support almost. 
Yeah, and as we're growing as well, we really notice that heightening. Like, uh, like there's nearly like this element of FOMO. Mm-hmm. You know, the and it's not from a social media aspect. It's actually just from missing out or you know not being there. Or if the like in Ireland, like the sun doesn't shine all the time. This Monday we had like an amazing morning, our amazing evening. It was really sunny. It's like people will miss that. It's it's not that they just miss the running or they're they're missing the lack of the element of training or that they feel that they're falling behind. It's it's everything else around it. Mm-hmm. I actually I was speaking to someone yesterday who came to one of our track sessions who hasn't run track I think I want to say ever I might be wrong on that they can correct me on next Tuesday if, if I can. <laughs> but they said do you know what I was worried about how fast it might have been but when I turned up and I realized actually I'm at the same ability as everyone else around here but I never would have run that hard for that many reps on my own but being part of a small group running at the same pace, I just kept going and kept going and kept going. And I feel fantastic afterwards. So I think we, we hear that. We hear that all the time as well, especially for track. It's like, you know, it's this, oh, it's only for elite runners or fast runners, you know, but once we have it broken down into pace groups and, and everybody knows where they stand, it's, yeah. it's, it's such a nice uh, element of being able to push yourself harder. And generally you wouldn't push yourself as hard if you were on track on your own. No, definitely not. I think actually some people are afraid to push hard as well. And that when they see the other people sweating, panting, killed over beside them, it's like, oh, it's okay. Everybody is the same if they push yeah. hard. <laughs> okay. Um, what I have next. So running community, talk to me about motivation. You kind of covered that, but like accountability and new runners, how does that work within the Ireland community anyway? Um, yeah, we like we have the sessions, and we are always going to be there. It's not like it's it's something that might be on, or you know, we're 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 also coming from something that we've just started, and we're growing, and and as we're growing, we're noticing a lot more momentum. And yeah, I think I think the accountability just really shows through, even through the WhatsApp group that we have. You know, it's like uh, everyone's kind of there for each other. Everyone wants people to succeed, and it's it's. You know, even on the runs, you notice people kind of supporting other people. If someone doesn't feel in the best shape or best form that night, it's kind of like, oh, come on, you got this. Give it, give it one more K and see how you feel. Yeah. And there's always that, that camaraderie. And that's, for, that's something that we've noticed massively that helps. Yeah. It's interesting. I think as well, once, once the, the community grows, or what we find over here is that the community, if you like, is so big, people will post what runs they have that week. And they'll form little subgroups. So somebody might go, oh, I've got two hours today. Who wants to run with me? What time are you starting? Where are you running? And you get yeah. people that were going to run on their own. Now have someone to run with. And if it's if the focus is an easy run, then you know it's going to be an easy run because they're going to be chatting and nattering together. So it's going to be conversational. And perhaps if it's going to be an effort where they need to run at a certain pace or for a certain distance, then again, they've got that accountability to run with the person and keep them on target or they run that pace together. So it becomes that little bit easier. Absolutely. And I think it works also the opposite way around. I feel like there's people in our group as well that if they missed the group session, that they feel accountable to get it done on their own now. So it's kind of like it plays in both ways. It's like, oh, you're a part of a group now, but I can't make the session tonight because I worked late, but I'm going to get out and do it because I don't want to let the rest of them down. So there is that element of it as well, which is beautiful. It's very cool. You've kind of alluded to this already, but talk to me about social media and how or what the role is in the Instagram and the WhatsApp to build and maintain the community that you guys have over there. 
Um, I think um, I spoke to Marcus about this yesterday and uh, humans love consistency. Um, it's something that is it's in us without maybe really knowing. But I think when all that stuff is consistent um, and everything's planned in advance, I think that's just a natural thing as human beings. We love to see that. We love to have a plan, someone to be there to make sure that the weekend run is is scheduled. What time is it at? How long is it? Where is it? Where does it go? Are we having coffee after? You know, and when all that's kind of not necessarily done, but it's like when it's organized and it's in a really nice fashion and it all happens and it's all in advance and everyone knows the schedule, it's just, it works. Amazing. That's cool. Yeah. And then, like you said, it, it, it creates that FOMO element. So, you know, you guys are posting the run that you did and people go, oh, they did that run this morning. I want to go and do that run because I've missed it or I need to, I need to get out and get off the sofa today. So it creates that, I feel like, distant accountability absolutely and like you said as well like motivation like when you see the reel or you see the post and it was a lovely day and there's still time in the day to get it done and you are a part of this environment it's like you feel obliged to do it now like there is days when we, we can't get them done for personal reasons or whatever it is but social media and the whatsapp group and everything like that when it's done in a group element and you're a part of that and you missed it there is a massive party that just switches on and goes, no, I'm going to show up today. I'm going to get that done. Mm. Do you think if you're a new runner and you join an established running community, there's a, if you like the danger of jumping in to too much too quickly. And how do you manage that so that people are getting enough training stimulus that they adapt, but not too much where they, they absolutely smoke themselves by week two. <laughs> <laughs> which we've seen both of, but uh, <laughs> yeah, there's definitely you need to be, as a coach, you definitely need to be aware of these kind of things. And I guess some of that comes with kind of a vetting at the start when someone comes interested in you, we obviously reach out and we ask them what their running history is. Um, and then it's, it doesn't take much to, to gauge after kind of uh, two runs when you're with somebody. We, we tend to run with the new clients when they come on board uh, for many reasons to explain what the session is, you know, some people that start rumors don't understand what tempo is and um, how the sessions work, where we do the warm up, where we start the tempo, where we do the cool down and the different paces that the individual should be. And obviously when someone joins on new, we aren't familiar with their paces. So we use RPE uh, and we guide them through their run that way, which is a scale of one to 10 and just allows them to sit at like one to four for warm up, And then depending on the tempo set and then the same, the cool down, so there's many ways that we can monitor that. And then once we have collected a few bits of data then on training peaks, et cetera, we, we can set their paces and make sure that once everything's on their watch, that they're, they're free flying for themselves. And they, they like that as well. They kind of like that ownership of being able to do it for themselves as well. And it's cool having your paces on your watch. I guess that's kind of the same then, because a question that somebody asked me this week about the Ireland community was how do they because it's, if you like, it's mostly community sessions, right? So everyone turns up and they run the session and they aim to finish around the same time. So they were asking, how do you address different people running at different goals? So you might have a new runner that like you say, has only done three K before, but then you might have someone that's training for a marathon and they've been training for years and years. So how does a community account for groups that are diverse with different goals? So for a great example is the, the tempo run that we do. Um, 
I have segregated an area from where we start to do the, the warm up to it in, in distance. Now, most yeah. of our tempo is done um, on time based. So therefore, if your pace is different, it doesn't matter. So, for example, like two minute tempo effort, one minute rest, two minute tempo effort, one minute rest. It just depends if you're faster, you'll run a further distance. And if you're yeah. slower, you'll go. But then we keep a 2K section of road that's pretty safe. Uh, it's on the footpath. And once you've started your tempo set, you stay within that 2K section going forward and back until you're finished the tempo set and then do your cool down back, which gives it a really nice uh, coaching environment because it allows me then to run up and down, pick in with someone, drop back off, pick in with another person and just kind of give them some cues based on their running, if they're running too fast or slow, based on their efforts. So that gives us a really nice environment to be able to to coach people that are just beginning and then the guy who is one who is sub three hour marathon. Nice. I suppose then following on from that, you have goal setting. So new runners versus seasoned runners. How can a running community help these new runners set realistic goals? And do you have any good examples from that you've seen within your community of somebody that's maybe set a goal and it's been too big for them, but they've been sucked in or someone that's maybe set a goal and the power of the community has helped them achieve that goal? Yeah, I mean, as runners, I think the general population of runners are very ambitious. I mean, we, we, <laughs> <so> all, <true>. <laughs> we always want more. Um, even like... Uh, post-race it's kind of like okay how can i do that better and i think that's beautiful i do but i also think it really needs to be monitored and controlled and i think that is also a beautiful element of coaching um like for example we had a client who ran her first half marathon uh four weeks ago and she came in under two hours she hit her target and now she's running another half marathon uh this weekend so she's doing like a series that's three series and like three half marathons in a row and you know, in all respect to her, she's done amazing. She's asked me, how can she chop 12 minutes off her, off her, off her previous half marathon? And I think it's, it's lovely that she's that ambitious, but it's also really important from my perspective to be realistic about that, to tell the person what is attainable. So we eliminate all expectations or failure of, ex of, of those expectations, which is so important as a runner. So it, like from my aspect, it's really important that one, I'm honest with the client, um, and, and that, that has to be um, spoken quite delicately just to make sure that we're honoring their, their ability, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think that's one kind of element of it. And the power of the community, um, power of the community for people's goals, I think the fact that uh, when someone has a realistic goal and they've put in really hard work, the whole community backs them. Um, like we had Dalga running in Paris and he wanted to go for a sub three hour and he, he made it by three minutes, but it was, you know, the conversation around Dalga's training at track or at tempo was all like, everyone was always so proud of him. Everyone was always, always pushing him in the right direction. And I think that plays a huge part in the person uh, once they're in the right mindset to be able to move forward and go, you know, I want to do this for myself, but I also have so many people behind me that believe in me. And I think that's massive because a lot of times as running as runners, you know, two people might know what you want to do if you're not in a community or you're not in a training environment. And, and if you doubt yourself, well, then you don't have that additional backing. And I think that's quite powerful.
Yeah. I talked about this a few times on the podcast, but I remember last year when we went to Belfast uh, to do that 24 hour race um, and just listening to the conversations that runners were having, they all knew what was going on in the running scene, not just within their community, but if you like the, the, the Ireland of the Island of Ireland and up in the North, everyone knew all the best runners. They knew what, running clubs they were in they followed their stravas they knew what sessions they had they knew what races they were doing and they knew how far off or better they were at certain distances paces times targets and it was almost like it was like a big family all talking maybe gossiping if you like about each other like <laughs> this group and it was sort of it's like three or four groups of people that had come together and all knew different people but they were talking about the, what they'd been doing where they'd been and it was, it was really, really interesting just to sit back and listen, but how yeah. supportive, but also competitive they were. <laughs> yeah. Ireland is like this. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but it, the, for such a, a big run scene, mm. you know, everyone knows everybody. And yes. I think that's cool as well. I think it's a really nice feature of Ireland and it's, we're very supportive in that as well. You know, it's, and like if, if one of the best trail runners was in a trail run to qualify for the Irish team, you know, a lot of the big trail running fans, even if they're not running, will, will gravitate to that race on that Saturday and spend eight hours there moving through the course, watching people. And yeah, it's cool. It's really good. And loads of different coaches as well. And I, I think that's kind of the environment that Ireland has created around running. It's, it's so tight, tight knit and uh, everyone wants the best for everyone. It's really cool. Yeah, it's, very, it's, it's much the same here. You know, you'll go to the same sort of, there'll be like the 10K race circuit and you'll go to that, like a super sports series and you'll see the same faces there every time. Yeah. Everyone's looking and congratulating each other on if they got their PB or if they didn't. And same idea, you know, there's the races that come around every year and almost everybody signs up to those races. So it's just, it's a huge draw for the Dubai, I guess the Ireland running community as well. I guess it's probably the same everywhere. I guess it's just when you're when you're kind of uh, when you're amongst it, like you were saying in the twenty four hour race. It's just as you said, it's nice to just sit back and listen and to hear all those things. Yeah, that I almost compare it to whenever I was at university and used to have your Wednesday night was the the club night where all the sports teams would play all their their games and you'd all go to this like you'd all go to the student union afterwards and have some beers and then you'd all head to Jumping Jacks, which was in Glasgow, which is horrendous. (laughs) Everyone would always go to the union and then Jumping Jacks. And it's like, you knew exactly what everyone was up to, who played what, what their score was, whether they were happy, sad, usually by how drunk they were by this stage. And it's just, it's almost like the adult version, if you like, and the healthy (laughs) version of that. (laughs) I guess it makes a big difference when you're, when you're that invested in it as well, you probably notice it more. Like uh, you as a coach or me as a coach, when you're when you're around that kind of environment, you, you'd notice and hear things a lot more. You'd be more in tune with it. Yeah. So everything we've talked about so far has been pretty positive. Is there any downsides you think to being part of a running community? <laughs> um. I mean, if you like, yeah, I know. I'm like, if you really like to train on your own, I guess yeah. it's probably not the best environment for you. Nor would we do that. But I think when you, when someone, when someone sees 
what they see and they want into it generally it's an honest interest it's not like they're kind of fooling themselves but like we have had such high retention rates and i think it's a credit to the product as well but i think yeah in terms of there's nothing negative necessarily about being in a run group but i'm sure there's personal preference and there is people out there that it's probably their worst nightmare and uh, you know you wouldn't advocate people signing up if they're if they're going to feel uneasy or that kind of thing yeah but um no i don't have any like pinpoint negative items <laughs> no i was i was trying to i was racking my brain and just thinking the last couple of days is there anything any downside or any downfalls that i could find and it, was, it wasn't really negative the only thing i could come up with was that potentially people will sacrifice their own training and their own training goals to support somebody else that maybe doesn't have the same goals as them. Yeah. So they might, yeah. maybe they'll run with someone and they'll run too fast for the session that they need, which is detrimental to their training or vice versa. Maybe they'll run too slow when they need to be doing marathon efforts, for example. Um, yeah, there is, there is that element of being able to get, like being able to ease off yourself. You know, you could you could be really nice on yourself, but you're still part of the community, but you're you're actually detraining as opposed to getting better. But maybe that's not the goal for someone either. But yeah, if it's somebody's goal to get better and they're just uh, that, that's very good, focused, isn't it? I mean, for yeah. a new runner, like turning up and being consistent with the sessions is really the first aim, unless they have a, a big goal that's further down. Um the only other it's not really an it's not a negative, but <laughs> The only thing, other thing I could think of was where people would join a community, see everyone doing all these fantastic races or events, and then maybe sign up for something without considering how long others have been training for. So some people, like we talked to Robbie Britton the other week, he'd been training for, I think, eight or nine years for one race to, to break the, the 24 hour record. But people don't see that. They just look at the training block that he did just before the race. They don't look at his 10K history. They don't look at his ultra running history in the lead, in the years leading up to this, which really does account for a huge chunk of his training. So I guess you just need to take note that some of the guys that you might be running with have been running for five, six, seven years, which is why they can nip out and do 30, 40K on the weekend, whereas you might need more time. Actually, you don't mind. You will need more time. Yeah, and I think that's one of the tough things as a coach as well in the community is, you know, all the new person sees all these people going to races and having fun with the community and going off in groups of five or six, and this new person's coming in, they're told that they shouldn't race. And I guess that's obviously a job of the coach, but it's if you're looking at it from the client's perspective, uh, that's something that can be quite difficult for them to grasp. And they're like, wait a minute, why, why can they do like a race this weekend and then six weeks later do a race? And you're like, you explain it to them, but it's, it doesn't necessarily always click, you know, and then maybe fast forward two years and the body has adapted to running They're They're through all the niggly kind of injuries that might've crept up. They've gotten stronger through strength training. They're able to endure and they have better endurance. And then they go, I, I know what he was saying two years ago. Yeah. It all makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I would, I'd maybe say as well, it's not that they shouldn't race, but it's that they shouldn't necessarily, they can't go, all in and expect to be able to go all in again yeah yeah, absolutely like typical park run uh park run syndrome right you have a a park run (laughs) 5k max effort every sunday or every saturday i think it is isn't it saturday yeah every saturday good smash fest 
Now, obviously, you've got a huge running community in Ireland that is growing week by week, it seems. There's always a new face uh, in the pictures yeah. that you're posting, and you're always out in the trails. You're doing cool sea swims. You're meeting at coffee shops. You're doing speed sessions. You're uh, you're doing camps, all sorts. How can people get involved in your running community? Give us your uh, hey. deck. Pardon? Give us your pitch deck. Yeah, so uh, anyone that's in the, the Greystones Wicklow or Ireland region for one-to-one coaching as well, we supply that. But uh, the community here in Greystones, if you want to get involved, uh, you can drop us a message on Instagram and we'll hook up and we'll have a chat. We'll let you know what we do. If it's goal orientated, if you've got a half marathon, marathon, 10K, you want to do an ultra, or you just simply want to be involved in a group uh, and grow your fitness, or you simply just want to find accountability and, and, and run with a really good group of people, yeah, drop us a message and we'll have a chat and we'll get you started as soon as possible. Amazing. And I've said it before, but I went and visited last summer. I reckon I got the best weather window that Ireland has ever seen. And ever. I'd never met anyone apart from you and Elle. Um, when I yeah. went over, but I was invited and chatted to people like they knew me and I was family. And Bashir, one of our clients here from Abu Dhabi, um, who's part of obviously our Middle Eastern endurance team, he was over in Ireland last week and had an absolutely fantastic time as well. He said it was, yeah, so it was so good to have it was so good to have him there. And then obviously Joanne came down from Navin, who was one of Marx's clients as well. Yeah. So we had a lovely morning. It was so good. And any obviously anybody who's traveling over from Dubai or New Zealand or any of that is always welcome to come and just hit us up and, and drop down for a, a session. Amazing. I think we've pretty much sold the power of a running community. But if you have any questions that you want to reach out or ask reach out or ask. If you want to ask Simon, um, get in touch with him. His Instagram is? Uh, Cy underscore Connaughton uh, Instagram. And the Irish endurance? Is IF underscore endurance I-R-E. I-R-E. There we go. Running community, get involved. Yes.